Okay, I will admit, I had planned on recording a totally different episode right now, but something came up and I want to address it. A lot of us are intuitive and we're empathetic, which means that we take on the energy of the people around us and the people that we're close to. And as creators and creative people, that really impacts the way that we perform in our work and our business. So how do we set boundaries for ourselves and protect our energy and be there for the ones that we love? Let's talk about it. Welcome to Your Intentional Life, a podcast for service providers designing a business and life that they adore. I'm Brittany Bailey at Brittany Bailey on Instagram, and I believe that we are the architects of our reality. Intentionalists like us don't live on autopilot. If we're not happy, we change something. If it's broken, we fix it. Consider this your one-stop shop for systems, tools, and resources that support intentional living. Okay, let's get back to it. Please join me as you design your intentional life. So I've always been a good listener, and I typically have a smaller group of close friends rather than like a larger group of acquaintances. And because of that, it means that I am more subject to getting caught up in what's going on in my friends' lives. And of course, I'm also married, so I'm also always around what's going on in my husband's life and our family's lives. And uh, when I first started my business, I didn't realize how much constantly taking on the energy from other people would impact my day-to-day. But now I I see how dramatic that can be, how dramatic that shift can be. So um, I also know that it is not up to my loved ones. To, to fix the situation for me, it's up to me and it's up to me to put up these healthy boundaries and give myself a place that I can work and serve my clients. Um, so I'm not perfect, but I, I really have found a few ways that help um, and also make me available to the people that I love. And so um, we're going to go through those. So the first thing is honesty. And for instance, okay, let's just go through a scenario, right? So it's Tuesday morning and you're taking out the trash and you bump into your neighbor who unleashes this like full-on story about divorce and this custody battle that she's going through and all this, right? This is before like 9 a.m., okay? And you have really two options here, right? Because the empathetic side of you and the human side of you is going to want to talk to her and figure out what's going on and listen because it sounds like she needs to talk, right? But the business side of you is like, okay, I have a sales page to push out and now I'm taking on all this energy of someone who's like right in the middle of the divorce. So what I have found in these situations is that honesty is the best policy. So I will usually say something like, you know, I'm so sorry that you're going through such a rough time. I will keep you in my thoughts. Um, Unfortunately, I'm right in the middle of something. Is this something that we can chat about at another time? Is there anything I can do for you later on? And usually that gives them the opportunity to like, if you can set a time or you can set something up right in that moment, then they leave feeling like you were listening and you are going to, you know, help them or whatever the situation is. And you can also break yourself away from the situation. You're not standing in the street for two hours talking about custody, right? Um, so if you can let them know what's going on and also set up a time and a date to connect and stick to that, then that is going to really help both parties, right? Um, the second thing that I found that really helps is to focus on quality over quantity. So I have really embraced the, um, this concept of batching time 
with loved ones over the last couple years. So um, sometimes it feels like true love or true friendship is like being available all the time. And of course we're available, you know, like something emergent happens or whatever. But in reality, what I've found is that scheduling times to connect with people um, and kind of like batching these times really actually fosters a better relationship. And so for instance, like I always call my mom on the weekends, sometimes for a few hours and we just chat and we talk about whatever we want, whatever comes up. And during the week we might text back and forth, but we usually reserve our chats for the weekends because we know that we're going to connect over the weekend. And my mother-in-law and I, we always get pedicures every couple weeks and that's our time to chat and catch up. And my husband and I, we usually do like Sunday afternoons together if he's not on shift. So like having these batches of time actually allows us to connect better and it stops these macro, micro energy drains that can happen throughout the week if we have no plans or no boundaries in place. Okay, the third thing that I found that helps is to treat your job like a job. So working from home is an inherent breeding ground for people thinking that you are free throughout the day, right? So, um, and especially me, like I like to arrange my schedule so that sometimes I'm working in the morning, sometimes I'm working afternoon, like in, so really that can be, um, it's awesome for you if you're like me and hate routines, but if you have loved ones who are trying to connect with you and your schedule's unpredictable, like that can be tough for them because they don't know when you're busy and when you're not. So, um, what I like to do is, kind of set some um, expectations up front. So if you have someone who calls or drops by or just is like, hey, are you? I'm in the neighborhood, are you around or whatever, is to immediately set up some sort of um, barrier or stop. And I read somewhere, um, someone was saying that they like, they will set meetings up with themselves in their calendar. So they will say like, okay, I'm meeting with myself from like 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. And like, if you follow Julie Stoyan, she talks about sacred time. And like she blocks off sacred time in her calendar and that's time to, for her to work on her business or do whatever she needs to do. So um, if you have someone who is, you know, and you want to connect with them or whatever, and they're just kind of, you know, swinging by or they're calling you or they're texting you, put these hard stops in and build them in at the very forefront. So you're like setting expectations at the very forefront of the conversation. So like, hey, yeah, I'd love for you to stop by. I have a meeting at 11. Doesn't matter if the meeting's with yourself, you still have a meeting, right? Um, so I've found that, that that's really helpful. Um, and number four is to be militant about self-care. The long and the short of it, you guys, is that you cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot hold space for someone if you're not holding space for yourself. Your clients, your friends, your family will all benefit from you taking charge to time to recharge yourself. When you're creative and when you're, when you're an empath, nothing is more important. Self-care is not optional. It's not something that it's nice if you get around to it. It's mandatory. It is mandatory. You are doing yourself, you're doing those around you a disservice if you do not practice routine self-care, period. Okay, hopefully that wasn't unclear. Um, Figure out what self-care routines recharge you. Some things work for other people, some things work for you. Like, figure out what works for you and then put that into your routine day-to-day, period. That is not optional. And number five, this is not optional either is to have an emergency kit because things will happen. Someone online will trigger you. You'll read a message when you didn't mean to um, and you'll get caught up in an emotion. You will see an ad that makes you feel all the things, right? So it's important to be prepared 
And what I've been doing, what works for me, um, I've been practicing EFT, which is emotional freedom tapping. And that is super, I found that that's super helpful for removing yourself from the present energy. You can do like a quick YouTube search on EFT and you'll learn the basics of it. Um, I found that is super, super helpful for me to remove myself from whatever present energy is happening. And then I also routinely sage myself and sage the house. So I clear the energy from the house. Um, So if you have like someone stop by and they have all kinds of stuff going on in their life, you know, you can kind of sage the areas that you guys were, open your windows, get the energy moving in your house, and then go back to doing what you were doing. Um, Some people like to journal and meditate. That's not so much my thing, but if that works for you, you just have to know what works for you, right? Um, Figure out what resets your energy and have that in your back pocket so when you come across something and come across an energy that you need to pull yourself out of, you know what to do and you're not stuck in it. Okay, hopefully that helps you guys. Please take a moment to screenshot it if it did because that helps me know if I'm on the right track with the content that I am creating. I love you guys and we will talk soon. Thank you for listening to Your Intentional Life. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared your biggest takeaways wherever you hang out online. Just be sure to tag me so I see it. That helps me understand what you find the most helpful so I can keep making relevant episodes. If you've gotten any value out of your intentional life, please take a minute to leave a review on iTunes so we can help spread the word with others who may enjoy it. Finally, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can get the latest episodes sent directly to you. To learn more about designing your intentional life or working with me, head over to brittanybailey.com.